You're welcome to the Kingdom Move Podcast. Today on the Kingdom Move Podcast, we bring you a series of messages entitled, Kala, We Are His Bride. In this, Pastor Rod preaches about we as the church being the bride of Christ. We are the bride of Christ as a woman is the bride to her groom. A bride implies one who is yet to be married to her groom. But most importantly, she must have a loving knowledge about her groom. Pastor Rod further outlines the purposes of a bride and the groom. As the bride, we must be passionate about our groom and we must prepare for his coming. Now here's Pastor Rod with Kala, we are his bride. Speak to me, just say, God, speak to me. Yes, God, speak to me. Come on, 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 come on. Come on, 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 come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. This is the This is my daily bread. This is my daily bread. This is my daily bread. Come on. This is my daily bread. 
very word your very word spoken to me no God spoken to me spoken to me without you, God, and I, and I. with us. We are desperate, Lord, and we are lost without you. We know that, Lord, you are here and will never leave here the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Let's take our seat in the presence of God. Amen. God is good and all the time. Now, um, it's great seeing you tonight. Amen. I want to look at your neighbor next to you and tell the neighbor, it's great having you tonight. It's great. It's great. It's great having you tonight. Oh, tell anybody with a smile. You can't say it's great to see somebody with a smile. Mm-hmm. Smile. Someone say smile, 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 smile. Okay. So, this year we'll be looking at um, Church Unusual, right? We said our theme for the year is Church Unusual. We want to understand what it looks like to be the Church of Jesus Christ. We're saying that being the church has nothing to do with the building, right? That the building, there's a church building and there is a church. The church goes to goes for fellowship in a church building. Amen. The church does what? The church goes for fellowship in the church building. The, the building is not a church, right? Where we say, I'm going to church. No, we are going for fellowship, right? So this year, we're trying to understand what it looks like to be the church of Jesus Christ. And um, last month, we looked at Ava, and this month, we're looking at Kalor. Kalor meaning um, bride. It means bride in, in Hebrew. So we're trying to understand what it looks like to be the bride of Christ. We're trying to establish the fact that God loves us, right? God loves us. Oh, the way I look, I say, I'm not sure. God loves us, right? Right? Uh-huh. Look at the name and say, God loves you. God loves you. Oh, shake your nose and say, God loves you. You, it is you. Tell anybody, it is you that God loves. Shake, shake your nose and say, it is you. It is you. It is you God loves. Amen. God loves us. 
Now, when you go into the into the Bible, you see the, the Bible is littered with the stories of God's love for humanity. All over scriptures, you find God pointing us to the truth that He loves us, that we are His bride. Amen. That we are what that we are His bride. Last week we established certain things. We said that one, when you, you, you see the term bride, it implies a woman, right? Because you are living in a world where some men are wearing women dressing and, and they are calling themselves bride, right? We are saying that it is not what is in the Bible, right? Oh, are we on the same page? Yeah, it's not what is on, in the Bible. What is in the Bible? You see the bride, the bride implies a woman. I mean, because there's a groom. Because where there's a bride, there's what? And we said that the bride and the groom come to the altar and then they live as couples, married couples, right? Uh huh. So when the, wherever there's a bride, it means that the marriage is about to take place. Ish. What is about to take place? A marriage. So look at your neighbor, neighbor. If you are the bride of Christ, oh, shake your nose. If you are the bride of Christ, then tell about the marriage is coming to take place. Hallelujah. And when you look in the Bible, you see Jesus or God reference himself as a groom. Amen. As what? Now, before we look at certain scriptures that back that up, last week we we're saying that marriage is for responsible people. Hey, that in marriage, <laughs> when you get married, you have to be less, less selfish. By nature, we are self-centered people. Let me try slap you and see whether you allow me to slap you. You don't. Uh -huh. We preserve ourselves. It's a natural instinct. So we are like that. But in marriage, you have to think less of yourself. Are, are, are you with me? Uh -huh. I believe it's in marriage that uh, is reference to marriage that Jesus said, when somebody slaps you, you should turn the other cheek. <laughs> when they slap you, you should turn the other cheek and give it to the person to slap. Yeah. Are you in the house? Now, because when you read the Jewish culture, when you study the Jewish culture, you realize that the um, Bible said, or when you go to Genesis, you said the Bible said that for a man shall leave home, right? A man shall leave home. Boys don't leave home. Men leave home. Boys don't leave home. Boys don't do what? Who leaves? Men. Men leave home. Boys don't leave home. A boy stays under the safety of his father. He stays under the care of his father. That's a boy. A boy hasn't finished his training or what it looks like to be a man. He cannot just live like that. Oh, are you with me? When a, a, a boy is living home, he's a man because he's going to take care of somebody else. Ish. Are you in the house? When you look into the Bible, you'll find very interesting things that God calls the man to do. Because Jesus referenced himself as a man to the woman. And he says, husbands, you should do this to your wives. And he said, you should live, give your life to your, your wife. Now, a boy cannot do that. It's only men who do that. There are lots of boys um, pretending to be men. Hey, I'm not talking someone in the house. There are a lot of boys who pretending to be words. There are boys <laughs> pretending to be men. I said, a boy is the one who wants to touch the breast without a covenant. Amen. A boy is the one who wants to do words without a covenant. That's a boy. Anytime you have a boy, somebody who wants to enjoy the fruit without the responsibility first that is a boy oh am i talking to somebody in the house am i talking to somebody in the house 
So I said, that ladies, whenever you, you, you see a guy who says, can I touch? Said, I didn't know you are this. You are such a small boy. I didn't, I didn't know you are such an irresponsible person. Are you mean? There are three laws of ecology. One I always remember. The two I can't remember. I was watching a document. One I can remember. I don't know. I think that one law <laughs> made sense to me a lot. And he said, I've tried it. <laughs> the one law, it says there's no free lunch anywhere. What it means is that it says that whatever you are enjoying here, somebody has to pay for it somewhere. Whatever happens here, it means that something is going to, it's going to affect some other parts of the world. Nature, nature will deceive you, making you think that it doesn't affect. Like what you're doing is not affecting in a general sense, but it's not true. Are you with me? If you find a mango tree, it means somebody planted. If you find a mango tree, it means somebody planted. So you may you may thinking that it is free, but it is not free. Somebody paid for it. Oh, are you with me? And you have to understand that that's the way the, the, the nature is designed. There is somebody else paying for our our consequences. Uh, somebody said it, he said in leadership, in the same in leadership, he said leadership is a cause, everything else is an effect. Any effect you have is because somebody has caused it. Any effect you have is because somebody has caused it. Am I, 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 I talking to somebody now? So if you have somebody, a guy who wants to enjoy without this, it means somebody will pay some, 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 some time to come. It means that a child will come and somebody will have to pay for it. Hey, am I making some sense? Yeah, a child will come and somebody will have to go and pay for it. If it's not your mother, your father, your friends, people will have to pay for it, be buying diapers. Oh, am I talking to somebody? Yeah. So, um, before you marry, a man will leave home. Now, I also said that a man is leaving home because by the time he's leaving home, he is supposed to. Be, uh, the, that boy should have lived under the administration of his father. His father should have taught him how to be a man. The challenge in our world, we said, is that lots of boys don't know how to become men because they don't have exemplary fathers. Fathers are not intentional in raising their sons to be men. They are giving them money, taking them to school, but they are not raising them to be responsible. This is a, a true fact. A lot of you guys don't know how to become men. You don't have a, a, a healthy sense of, much of responsibility. Are, are you with me? Now, because God knows that before you become a man, you have to be under an administration of a father. That is why God likes to give us fathers. Sometimes you go to a job, God will give you a father in the job. Yeah. God gives you a father there. You, you want to start a business, God will point you to another man to father you. You join CY. You are here because God wants me to father you. But I've said, I've said most of, or not most, some of the guys, some of you, I can tell you are not sons. You attend CY, but you are not sons. You see, a son's, a son's desire is to be like your father. This is how you know that who your father is. When you have a desire to be like him. This message will be back shortly. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you've been blessed by this message, please do share with your friends and family and invite them to subscribe. If you've missed any part of the podcast or you would like to listen to more of it, kindly visit our webpage www.connectcyi.org to listen online anywhere at any time. You can also visit my Facebook handle, Rodukejikum, and my IG handle, Rodukejikum, to get interactive and leave a comment. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9.10, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food 
will supply and multiply your resources and increase the harvest of your righteousness. I will encourage you that you take CYI as a ministry that you will support continually to ensure that the things that we do and the offer we give to young people will not cease because we know that God is using us to reach many, many young people and bring them to the kingdom agenda that God has given to this generation. Somebody once said that anytime you see God at work, it's your invitation to join Him. I pray that you consider this as your invitation to join God in whichever form, whether through missions, um, through community fellowship programs, through high school programs, through whatever form that CY offers ministry to young people. I pray that you come on board to support with everything that you have. Remember, you'll be making an invaluable contribution to the ministry and helping us reach a lot of young people. God richly bless you. If you would like to support the ministry in kind with any amount, please send it to MTN Mobile Money Number 0555074506 or with our Unibank account number 0021300549341. You would be making an invaluable contribution to this ministry and helping us reach a lot of people. Welcome back. I remember my experience after secondary school. ICGC, I've always shared the story. Dr. Mensah Tabe doesn't know what my, my last name is. Yes, he can point that he knows because I've been on the stage before. But he doesn't know what my last name is. But Dr. Mensah Tabe is my father. It's my spiritual father. How did he father me? Because at a point in time, I identified that what I'm becoming, this is the man that the Lord is going to use to help me become it. So, seated afar off, I was paying close attention to everything he said. I mean, this is the time I even, the certain practices that made me know that, look, I was ready to learn. After certain services, after the message, I'll take that. I'll go and buy the cassettes. I used to buy cassettes all the time. My father gives me money. I'll go to a bookshop and buy cassettes. And then while I'm home, I'm, I'm learning from my father. I'm learning. It was Dr. Mesut God used to, to make me see the value of reading. Yes, I knew how to read. I like to read. But Dr. Mesut made me see the value of reading. Because he read his way to where he is. He read his way to where he is. So I identified and I saw him as the father. I wanted to become like him. See, all fathers in their, in their uh, old age, let me put it that way, in our old age, the one thing every father loves to see or loves to see in their children is admiration of their children. Every father delights in seeing that their children wants to be like them. It doesn't matter how they look. As long as their children want to see, be like them, every father is delighted in that. That's why every son would, should want to be like the father. So like I'm saying, a number of you may come to see why you're part of CY, but you're not sons. Because you don't want to be like me. And I'm not saying that you should go and dress and no, that's what I'm saying. I know some of you, you dye, they dye your hair and you do elbow like other pastors. Now, if, if, well, some people can't dress, you don't know how to dress very well, so you can copy your spiritual fathers how to, to know how to dress. It's, it's, that, that is there. But that is, not, that is not what we are talking about. To be like your father is to hold the values of your father. Hey. Because I've had conversations sometimes of boys in CY. You can see that they, they want to hide stuff from me. Because they know what they are doing is not in alignment with what, the way I live. And you know that's my son. A son wants to leave its exemplary before you so that you can see and say you have done very well. How many of you know children in the house? When they are doing something that is good, they want their fathers to see. Because they want their father to say, you are doing very well. That's a true son. 
that's the true son now if you guys if you're going to be if you're going to be a responsible father husband to a woman you need to come under the leadership of another father another man somebody must train you to be a father because it's not easy to be responsible for yourself how much more somebody else am i making some sense in the house now this is the reason why people go into marriage and they, they divorce all the time because sometimes the difference between staying married and divorcing is having an example of a father whose marriage has worked uh, yeah and sometimes they sit you down and say charlie quiet it will work stay inside yeah just stay it will work because there are a lot of things you never know until you experience them am i making some sense yeah so a man will leave home because he's been under the administration of his father knows example what it looks like to raise uh, uh, um, the father raising the mother and all that so then he can now go and be an example to somebody else are you in the house oh are you in the house amen it takes men to leave home i said also that when a woman does not find the right man the woman is in trouble because the woman bible says that the woman the man the, the woman was made in reference to the man the man put on the ground according to scripture the man was formed first he was just there and then god said the way he's playing around he has to create another <laughs> a helper you know he has to create somebody else for him and then he put the man to sleep and then he started making the woman now when god was making the woman paul said this paul said that the woman was made for the man this is the way paul said it. hey am i talking someone in the house the woman was made for what the woman was made for the man. I said, that's a profound statement. Really, really profound. I don't know whether it's the part where it says, the, the man was made first. Right. Now, it means that, the, in, in, a, in a sense, the true purpose of the woman can only be known in reference to the man. Ah. Lots of women don't know why they are that gifted. But they are gifted for a simple man. Hey. Am I talking to someone in the house? Yeah. They are gifted because they are going to get married to a simple man. What is lacking in the man, God put in a woman. What is lacking in a man, God put in a woman. Because God wanted each to, for them to complement each other. So what is lacking? And the question I always ask is, that, what is a woman without a womb? Another man. <laughs> what a... <w> <laughs> It's another man. Why was a woman designed with a womb? Because somebody carries the seed. It's called purpose. Am I making sense? It's called what? It's called purpose. There are lots of people in this life. You will never know the full extent to why God endowed you until the right person is by your side. Right? Women, the woman is more gifted than the man. The woman is more gifted than the man. But the man is designed by God to lead the woman. How can the more I always say, how can the, a less gifted person lead a more gifted person? That's how God advised the man, love her. She's more gifted than you. <laughs> love her. Anytime you love, people freely give you what they have. Love her. Oh, am I talking to someone in the house? Uh huh. Love her and she'll open up the treasure she carries. Uh, are you in the house yeah love her 
she'll open up her treasures for you and then the woman then is encouraged submit but why now why is the woman being encouraged to submit because the mandate of leadership is not determined by the man it's determined by god god is the one who decided that the man as simple as the woman sees him to lead because sometimes some men they don't have intelligence uh, or oh, let me put it this way their intelligence is highly compromised <laughs> highly compromised you get me because a, a man can make can talk can say things and a woman who asks just one question one question all of a sudden the man is confused <laughs> all that he has thought about to say one question and if the man is not adequately <laughs> if the man is is not adequately um a man who's a man of understanding you start using takashi <laughs> i said we should do it let's do it that way let's do it that way and that's the way some men are ruling their homes takashi <laughs> that's how when you get home some of you, your fathers are, are terrorists at home the only way they can govern the way, like dogs <laughs> <laughs> oh are you the house yeah yeah yeah. that's the way some, some men rule their home terror everybody's afraid the wife is afraid the children are afraid everybody's under bed i knew a man when he he presses the bell peeping presses the bell everybody's look look it's what somebody told me i was in the house i'd gone to visit them and then all of a sudden the man pressed the bell everybody vanished i was the only one <laughs> It's like a dog me that is I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to pass. I didn't so I had to wait to use the back door when he came and I will use the back door and went to use the they still to like and ran out of the house. The man was a terrorist in his own house. Oh, are you in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, ladies, if you find such a boy in a man's form, you'll be in trouble. You will be in trouble. You will never be able to shine and be the woman God has called you to be. Oh, are you with me? Because we, Bible said the woman is a helper. Helpers delight in, in seeing results. Yeah, yeah. So if you have the right man, you see the result through his life. Oh, am I talking to somebody in the house? Oh, am I talking to somebody in the house? So, ah, why are we? <laughs> so I'm, I'm challenging socially. I, I want to say this before I move on. That boys, that's why you see why we have boys to men. Boys to men. All guys are supposed to be part of it. So we grow to become. It's not automatic that you be, see. Your small head over the years will just become a big head. It doesn't mean that the, because it become a big head, something is inside. I'm, 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 <laughs> <laughs> so if you are not intentional in putting something inside, it's just a matter of time. The same head. I like the way somebody put it this way. You are a foolish boy. You've just grown to become a foolish man. That's all. That's not this. It's You just upgraded in foolishness. That's all. Boys, are you in the house? Boys, are you in the house? Oh, there's only men. <laughs> there are men in the house. Eh? Please. Let's change the narrative. Too many, too many homes are just breaking up. Now, when you hear the stories of broken marriages, everybody is right. The woman is right. The man is right. Everybody is right. So now, over time, 
a generation is creeping up who that are asking the 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 validity of the covenants in marriage a generation is rising and they are asking so social commentators said they believe that with the time, coming time even this i read before 2000 they believe in the 2000s and going marriages will be will be um how do you call it over time it will be useless they, they estimate that the longest time a marriage will last will be seven years yeah because people cannot get over themselves to be married because marriage is for matured people you have to be ready to pay the price for marriage to work the union to work and i like the way mouseman put this mouseman said the reason why god hates divorce the reason why god hates divorce because you see divorce is like death the only thing is that you keep seeing the person you see when somebody dies the pain is very is, is, is serious it's there you know that person is dead but you are not you are not all the time reminded of the person because the person is in the grave but when you you experience death but you keep seeing the person so he said that's why the pain is deeper and the consequence even on the children is something else and we're having everybody but mother is right the father is right they are divorcing they are separating everybody's up and down and a mess but meanwhile when you read the bible Paul, Jesus said that from the beginning it was not meant to be so. There was not supposed to be a ground for divorce. That's a matter of fact. So before you get married, consider it first. Ladies, before you say yes to the guy, find out whether he's a matured guy. Don't be drawn and be pulled by the, the song. The song is nothing. He sent you a message in the song behind. Because of that, you think, no. Oh, are you with me? I can Are you in the house? Gentlemen, the same. Before you go for it to say, I, 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 I do call it, I, I love you to a lady, you have to consider a lot. Lately, the beauty, they put it in all form, from the breast to everything. It's a put up. You can put up the breast, you can put the bottles, everything you can put it on. So don't let that move you. I don't. <laughs> don't be moved by those things. Find the heart of a woman. Listen. Find the heart of woman. Look, beauty you can buy. If she hasn't got it, go and buy and put it on. As long as she has the right heart, attitude and the heart. If you can find the, the right heart, you can see here as somebody who understands. And here's one thing you have to understand. Ladies, never say yes to a guy you don't see helping. Don't say yes, guy, you don't see yourself helping to become. If you don't see yourself helping to become, please don't say yes. It doesn't matter what it says to you. Say no. Because the purpose God designed women, the reason why you are gifted the way you are, is to help a man to become. Yeah. Okay, so we are moving on. Are we in the house? Open your Bibles. We are going to open our Bibles and read something very fast. Fast, 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 fast. Isaiah 40, 54, 4, 6. Fear not. You will no longer live in shame. Don't be afraid. There's no more disgrace for you. You will no longer remember the shame of your youth and the sorrows of your widowhood. Verse 5. For your creator will be what? Okay, you haven't opened your Bible. So I'll tell you, your creator will be what? I can your creator will be what? Your husband. Your husband. Your creator will be what? Your creator will be what? Your husband. You see all over scripture, God referencing himself as a husband to us. To Israel. It says your creator will be your husband. The Lord of heavens, heavens armies is his name. He is your redeemer. The only one of Israel. The God of all the earth. For the Lord has called you back from your grief. As though you were a young wife. 
abandoned by a husband says your God. Like you've been abandoned, not loved, but God says, I will come and I'll come and treat you like a husband. Oh, amen. I'll come and do what? Treat you like what? Like a husband. Men, the calling God has put on our lives is to bring restoration to the women in our lives. Oh, it's to bring what? It's to bring restoration. Can I add up here? Listen, you should never be a man that raises his hand to hit a woman. It doesn't matter what she sees. When she runs her mouth, just watch her and walk away. Mm. Let her talk. Just walk away. Because God calling all husbands, God is making himself, he said, look, I will restore you. I will, I will, I will come and love you like a husband. Ah, and this God is talking to the church. And, and for those of us that are here that are broken hearted, God is talking to you tonight. Are you in the house? Oh, are you in the house? Look at your neighbor next to you. Tell the person, God is talking to you. God is talking to you. Tell about God, your husband. Tell about God, your husband is talking to you. Yeah, I know you have a beard, but God is your husband. <laughs> I know your joy is like something that can break a rock, but God says here. Yeah. Now, when when you says you, 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 God is husband, there's the guys that the guys are trying to be as if hard guy, hard, hey, hard guy, hard guy, share. Don't you, don't you? When when the lady breaks your heart, they start crying. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah you've done this you're crying hard guy my friend what are you talking about or do you remember the time when the presence of god god touched you so deeply you start crying come and see the hard guy oh god oh oh i will save you all my life oh god yeah come to camp boys were crying like something they, some cry that they had to turn their face to the wall <laughs> so the girls will not see that they are crying god can touch you in a deep place are you you mean god created you are you listening god created you so he alone can touch that deep emotional part of you amen god alone can touch that deep deep part of you and every man has the capacity to respond to god emotionally every man now remember in your true nature is a spirit and i said a spirit the male and the female we are just the same we are the same the one who created us is a spirit we are the, the same the only difference is in our body our body is where the difference is and our body determines or our, our body speaks of purpose so the male body speaks of the purpose you are supposed to live out on earth and then the female body speaks of the purpose you're supposed to live out on earth are you guys with me aha uh -huh. So, everybody can respond emotionally to God. You are just telling yourself you can't. Oh, are you in the house? And for the guys in the house, you have to learn to cry when God touches you. I don't know. The bottled up emotion, you cry at the wrong place. <laughs> you find yourself crying at the wrong place where nothing can console you. <laughs> Isaiah 62. Isaiah 62, 4-5. Never again will you be called the forsaken city or the desolate land. Your new name will be the city of God's delight. See, God knows how to rapple. <laughs> and it says, and the bride of God. 
For the Lord delights in you and will claim you as his bride. Your children will commit themselves to you, O Jerusalem. Just as a young man commits himself to his bride, then God will rejoice over you as a bridegroom rejoices over his bride. So can you see how God references himself as a bridegroom and reference you as a bride? Oh, are you in the house? Yeah. Let's go to the next scripture. John. Or let's go to Hosea. Hosea 2.19. Yeah. Hosea 2.19. Let's go on. I will make you my wife forever. Ah. I will make you my wife what? forever. Now look at what it says. Follow. Showing you righteousness and justice showing righteousness and words and justice unfailing love and compassion i will make you my wife forever so now it means that god the husband is speaking husbands boys who are becoming men men who are going to be husbands someday listen to what god says i will make you my wife forever showing you what righteousness showing you what righteousness a husband walks the path of righteousness the husband walks the path of righteousness and justice. His ways are fair. It's not just a matter of romance in the air. No. Because at the end of the day, when you bring a woman home as your wife, you have to learn to be right, do right by her. Hey, somebody will say, oh, she's not there. She's not there. Other girls are there. So, no. You got to learn to do right by her. Listen, you have to learn to do right by her. Look. Look at God's measure of life. I'll make you my wife and I'll show you righteousness and justice. I'll be fair to you. I'll I'll walk rightly before you. I mean, now people come and come and make all sorts of vows. They write their vows and leave it by the door. They leave it at the door of the chapel. Because they said, oh, the, the, the vows of the chapel the, the, is too old. They write all these romantic vows just to leave it at the door. They don't know how to do right nor just. But God, who is our husband, says... I will do right by you. Oh, I thought someone to say amen. amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. God, your husband, says he will do what? He will do what? He will do what? He will do right by you. John, let's go to John. John 3, 27. So let's go on. Um, John 3, 27. It says, then Jesus and his disciples left. 27, sorry. John replied, no one can receive anything unless God gives it from heaven. Verse 28, you yourself know how plainly I told you, I am not the Messiah. I'm only here to prepare the way for him. It is the bridegroom who marries the bride. Who marries the bride? bride. Remember I told you that whenever you have the bride and the bridegroom, means marriage is coming, right? Uh huh. So it says, it is the bridegroom who does what? Who marries the bride. And it says, the best man is simply glad to stand with him and hear his vows. Therefore, I am filled with joy at his success. He must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. Now, this is John the Baptist, John the prophet of God. Last week, I told you that the pastors, our, our, we are like, in this marriage that is going to take place, we are like bride, um, the best men. We are like the best men. And he says the best man, one of his job is to, is to stand behind and delightfully hear the vows of the groom to the bride the 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 best men do not convert the love of the bride ah the best man do not convert the love of the bride and like i said last time our duty here and what i do is to ensure that your love for the bride is in is your love for the groom is intact 
that you have a pure and a passionate love for Jesus. Jesus is the groom. Jesus is, Jesus is the one who is coming for you. Jesus is the one who came ahead, put a hand upon you and says, I'm going. Now, when you look at, you study uh, Jewish culture and, um, and marriage and all that, you see, anytime the man is ready, they go put their hand upon the woman. Then the man goes back to go and prepare their house. Now, those days, they didn't have, like I said, we don't go renting, renting, renting. They have a big land, family land. So, let's say, if this is the father's house, now that you are ready to marry, then you have to, here, you have to start building. So, they start building. So, what they do is that they go and go and give a promise to the woman that I'm coming back to marry you, but let me go and go and prepare a place for you. That's what Jesus said, I go and go and prepare a place for you. Come in and dine with me. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you've been blessed. We encourage you to share this series with your friends, colleagues, spouses, and others so that they may also be impacted with the knowledge you have acquired. Now, follow us on our social media platforms. We are Christ for Youth International on Facebook at ConnectCYI on Twitter and on Instagram. Get interactive with Pastoral via Reach at ConnectCYI.org. Catch you next time on the Kingdom Move Podcast with Pastor Roderick Ajikum. Stay blessed.